Hello, and welcome to the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and today we will be talking, as usual, animes and stuff that deal with animes. Ben has joined me today. Ben, say hello. Hello, it's me, Ben. It's Ben. How is Ben doing? <laughs> I'm not bad, thank you. How about you? Oh, you know, just having time of my life, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's not very fun. <laughs> How has uh, the animes been for you lately? Pretty good. I've watched the anime of the week. Uh, yeah. And of course, I've been playing the greatest anime game of all time, Breath of the Waifu, a.k.a. Geshin Impact. Which so, isn't even a Japanese game. No, it's Chinese. It is Chinese. There you go. CRPG. But... CRPG, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great game. It's a great, great game. Free to play, super fun, very entertaining. Go download it and play it for free. We're also joined by Alfonso. Fonzie, say hello. No, correction, Gary. We're joined by Pump Daddy 8. There it is. I knew it. <laughs> hey, I'm not one of your employees. You can't talk to me that way. <laughs> Uh, hello, okay. hello. Pum Daddy A, how you doing? <laughs> ah, I'm I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. Anime wise, a little disappointed. Um, you know that I've been telling you and Ben about this anime called The God of High School way before it premiered in July, and it actually finished around the time that we did the Erase podcast, and I'm very disappointed due to the fact that is. They only released 12 episodes, and in those 12 episodes, they cut up a lot of stuff that was in the webtoons and the magna that wasn't present. Like, a lot of things that I was looking forward to see, it didn't happen. But here's the weird thing, and this is spoilers. I'm still going to recommend this as a future recommendation, just because there's a lot of people... Who say that this is the next Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and Bleach, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. And I want to see if you guys feel the same way. So I will be recommending this very soon because they actually are dubbing it as we speak. And I think they're like on episode seven or eight. So whenever they reach twelve, this will be my recommendation. Other than so that, you want us I, to suffer like you have suffered. I hey hey. First of all, <laughs> you can't take it into context like I'm taking it because. Yeah, I didn't read the webtoons out of the mag. I did. So obviously I feel personal about this. But this is a brand new a brand new anime for you. So you might feel different. Sure, sure. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> you say. <laughs> well, let's talk some quick news here. Um <clears throat> Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's DLC is launching very soon. I believe this month, they said. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, this is the DLC that people have been waiting for since January, pretty much. Adding Super <laughs> Saiyan Blue, Goku, and Vegeta. Uh, Golden Frieza, the Golden God, is joining the fray as well. Um, and I believe if people who buy this DLC will also get the original DLC that came out. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That only the... Season pass or the ultimate pass holders were able to receive. Um, so yeah, 
I'm excited because the Golden God is here. Um, but that's about it because I know I'm not going to get to play with him at all. So, yeah. Ben, thoughts on I'll be this deal? I'll be that day one, but it's going to be short because it's not the main DLC that's it's coming It's still out. not the main? Oh, my God. The main no, DLC is never going to Part 3 is supposed to be after that, and that's supposed to be the big DLC. So, yeah. And we still don't know what it's going to be about or anything? No idea. Sad no times. Idea. But... If you do want to play some Kakarot and you don't want to spend money on the DLC, you know what you're getting, Gary? What is it? You excited? Yeah. You want to know what you're going to get for free? As part of Please tell opening. me. Please A tell trading me. trading card game. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yes, Kakarot has added an online and offline trading card game. So you, could, you too can play trading cards online and tell, ask, you know, ask them to play a children's card game with you. Well, well. Should be exciting. We don't know much about this card game. Well, we don't know anything. It's just that it's going to be part of the game. Yeah. suppose it's based <sighs> on the Cardass series, from what I've heard. Cardass? Cardass? I don't know. It's a series of trading cards that's been going out in Japan since the 90s. We still get them occasionally, like the last Broly movie had some. So... Mm-hmm. Exciting stuff. And speaking of Dragon Ball, we just watched, well, I just watched episode 27 of Dragon Ball Heroes. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of stuff that doesn't matter happened. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, including Super Saiyan 4, Goku and Vegeta, and pretty much everybody who's been part of the good guys team right now, showed up at this giant tree. Um to apparently try to destroy it. Vegeta pulls off a spirit bomb slash death ball <laughs> to try I'm to blow sorry. it up. Mighty tree. <laughs> One could call it a tree of might. Yes, yes, they can. <laughs> uh, fails to do it. Uh, Fu shows up, um, spews a bunch of crap, and then with his yellow pants on, uh, which still kills me. Every time I see him, I'm like, he's wearing fucking yellow pants, man. <laughs> Screw your yellow pant hating person. Yeah, I guess. Then Toa shows up, and everybody except Goku and Vegeta that we know, the Super Saiyan Boo versions, not the Super Saiyan 4 versions. By the way, this uh, version of the story, Fu is um, Toa's son. Oh, okay. Nice. Because in the original online version, Toa Mira actually mated and had a kid, which was Fu. So, ah, oh, robot babies. Sometimes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but, but yeah. So Vegeta decides to attack Fu in his Super Saiyan Blue form. Uh, Fu grabs his arm and infects him with Cumber's juices, which transformed him into Cumber Vegeta. Is all I can really say. Apparently, Cumber has been recaptured. Um, and because he's just constantly pumping out energy for no reason, um, Fu has been sucking it dry with <laughs> tentacles, <laughs> with weird mechanical tentacles that are just siphoning <laughs> off his energy, and he's just throwing it at other people. Uh. <laughs> so that happens, 
And then Goku tries to help Vegeta and becomes infected himself. And they decide to fight Fu together again. So I don't understand the point of infecting them when they're just going to fight the same guy anyway. Um, I, I like oh, the fact that it's like, oh, beautiful. they will never fight each other. I'm like, this is the opposite of what happens. <laughs> <laughs> if Goku and Vegeta got infected with fighting juice, then they would attack each other. With fighting juice, exactly. Fighting juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Oh. <laughs> um, but they failed to take down Fu, who's apparently being referred to as Super Fu now. Um, he apparently slashes them with his sword, uh, cutting off their supply of cumber juice. Um, which at that point, they decide the Goku just pulls off a Patora earring because he just carries them around everywhere. He got um, salsa. Salsa, which we never saw Salsa give him anything. Um, and they fuse into Vegito again. And that was the end of the episode. And the next episode... Okay, well, he turns into Vegito. (laughs) Fu shoots him with more Cumber Juice. uh, But he put up a barrier for whatever reason. I don't know why. To stop (laughs) Juice from hitting him. Even though it's supposed to make him more more powerful. Um, And then he goes Super Saiyan Blue. And now he has this barrier while he's also in Super Saiyan Blue form. And Vegito is about to fight Super Fu. That was the end of the episode. Yep. We didn't get any footage. At least I didn't see any footage of the next week or next episode where Vegito will get to fight Fu for probably 30 seconds. And then then lose. And then Golden Metal Cooler is going to show up along with Pump Daddy A and save the day. I don't know. <laughs> now, what's going to happen is um, Goku and Vegeta become Gogeta Super Saiyan 4 God. <laughs> oh, so is that what's going to happen? So here's what I'm. What I here's what the ultimate form I'm seeing happening. We're going to get this Vegito is going to be you know our normal Vegito. The Super Saiyan fours are going to fuse into Gogeta, and then those two are going to do the fusion dance and become. Whatever the hell Get is going <laughs> So, fu- Gogito is going to fuse with Vegito doing the fusion dance, and who knows what we're going to get. Vegeto. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be insane. Uh, it's going to be some weird. Cool is just going to one shot them. It's just going to one shot him, yeah. <laughs> there you go. He's going to look at him, and the guy's just going to die. Fuji's going to die. <laughs> and then Golden Cool will be. Off the screen for a few episodes, just talking. There you go. That's pretty much what he's been doing this whole time. Still have no <laughs> idea what happened. Don't even know how Cumber got recaptured. <laughs> <laughs> but he was no match for Golden Metal Cooler, so we had the ultimate hero right there to save the day. <laughs> and then his eye hurts. He left. <laughs> My eye hurts. I, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm winning. Oh no, migraines. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That machine. Cooler was overheating, wasn't he? Overheating. That was the problem. That's why he had to leave. Well, yeah. Gold, I guess, overheats. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's metal, metal gold. So, so yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen in the future? That's Dragon Ball Heroes. Any exciting thoughts from you guys on this episode? I do. I still love the intro. 
I really do. I love the music. Yeah, the intro. Yeah, I love the intro. I love the music. But again, like you said, it it's super short. It always, it always comes to some part where oh something's about to happen, something about to go down. But no, because that's where that particular part ends. Like okay, we get Vegito, but no, we don't get to Vegito fight. We don't get to see Vegito fight in this episode. Like it's all it's like little teases that they well, always that's do. That's the whole point of it, though. It, yeah, I know. In Japan is just designed to be a product placement to sell their trading cards. It's like, look, Vegito, buy our new Vegito card out now in stores. In stores. Ah. Uh, well, moving on. Gacha machines because most of them are gacha machines. <laughs> uh, moving on really quickly. There is One Piece news and some significant One Piece news. I know we all love One Piece around here, but One Piece is a massive franchise, as we all know. Uh, very massive. But news has come that creator. Uh, Ichiro Oda um, is pretty much at the end game of One Piece. He back in 2018 he said that the story of One Piece was about 80% finished. Uh, and apparently back in August, at the end of August, which I missed, unfortunately, so this is a little bit of old news, that he is at the stage where he's writing the final arc of the manga. So One Piece is coming to an end, probably in the next couple of years, uh, according to the manga. That was a translation issue. Uh, no, it's now been confirmed. Okay, because last I remember, there was the final arc of Luffy's chapter, but there was going to be more One Piece after Luffy's finished. Oh, well, maybe, but I guess the, his story is finished. <laughs> yeah, his story I, is finished. But, there uh, more. But, but then there was also news uh, that came at the beginning of October, maybe late September, that I did not talk about on the last podcast, which I should have. Um... Oda himself is apparently very ill right now. So they are worried about his health and One Piece manga is essentially on indefinite hold now. Um, They didn't say what illness he has or what's going on with him, but apparently it's serious enough that they have to essentially put, put it on indefinite hold. So hopefully he'll be okay and people will get the finale of One Piece that should come from the creator, not somebody else. So, mm-hmm. yeah. There hasn't been any real updates on his health since the news broke that he is ill. But as of right now, One Piece is on indefinite hold, which is a shame for a lot of people. So, hope he gets better. Sending love. Um, thoughts, really quickly? It sucks. Um, it's good to know that One Piece is finally ending. Like, an anime that has over a thousand episodes is just crazy. Like, I'm still at 470. Like, and I, like, like knowing that it has a thousand, I do not want to go back to it. But knowing that some way or some shape or form that is going to end eventually makes me want to binge watch like start binging now just so i could be up to date but then again if i do that then there's this weight of okay when when these (laughs) episodes come like so i i'm pretty sure i just might wait till it finishes and then just binge it straight so then i could get over it but i i hope he makes a 
speedy recovery, like this sucks. Everyone knows that any type of disease sucks. I know this personally, as yeah, I know I had two different types of diseases still going through one, but um, yeah, I, I just hope he makes a speedy recovery. Yeah, same here, Ben. Anything you want to add? I hope he gets better soon. It's you know, it's a big franchise, so we need to see how it ends. For sure, it, it is a huge franchise, and you know, if if you know, God forbid, something drastically bad happens to him. I'm sure somebody will finish it, but it's probably not going to be his original vision. Unless well, he already has that vision written out. I was going to um, say, a lot of the writers have like, the ending written out and then they're making the journey towards it. So chances are he yeah. already has it somewhere. Hopefully. <sighs> I don't want that. I want him to yeah, I want it from Kubo himself. I, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. mean so. Alrighty. Well, that's uh, all the news I have. I have one piece of news, I guess. Uh, yes, please. Um, Burn the Witch anime has started on Crunchyroll. Burn the Witch is based in the Bleach universe, um, set in England. So, yeah, if you want to have a look Ooh. at Burn the Witch, uh, three episodes are up on Crunchyroll right now. So, it's in London with dragons. So. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Me like your dragons. In the same universe, was there dragons in Bleach? No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, burn the witch. It's set in the same universe. And Bleach is right. coming next year to to watch it. Coming to uh, Crunchyroll next year for the new season because they're doing the last arc, which I can't wait for because it's so full of screw. So much fuckery in that last arc, it's great. Like, <laughs> like uh, Eisen in his pa- in right? They they put Eisen in a chair to suppress his powers, and um, during the arc, the Soul Psy gets attacked, and everyone gets basically slaughtered. And so their only way to stop the enemy is to try and bring out Eisen to help him defeat. You hope that he will help de- defend Soul Society, even though he tried to destroy it. But they wouldn't let him out of his chair because they realized he's too powerful. So they brought him out in his little chair, parked him in front of all the enemies, and just him powering up killed everything. He, he didn't even have to attack anything. He just had to power up and everything around him died. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And then he brought down heaven on his own by powering up. So... Damn. <laughs> Real, real quick, Gary. I forgot to this one last piece. Um, My Hero Academia season five trailer was announced. It was released uh, a couple of days ago. Um, in the trailer, they didn't really so much. They just show the characters from one A, and it looked like they're doing some type of versus because it says one A versus one B. So they show all the characters from one A versus one B, and then they're announcing that it's supposed to come around spring of twenty twenty one, and that was it. Okay. I know you yeah, don't really I, care because you fell off <laughs> on my hero. Yeah, I haven't but... watched. I haven't watched the last season yet. Um, but from what it sounds like, it's five seasons and they're still in school. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I I know I I like it. I'll, I'll definitely finish the the last season eventually. But right now. Right now, I'm kind of addicted to another anime. 
Alfonso. It's called Bungo Stray Dogs. Bungo Stray Dogs. Yeah, yes. baby. This was your recommendation of the it anime. Was. It was. Um, lots of stuff going on in this anime. I personally enjoyed it. But I do have issues with it, which we'll mm-hmm. get into here in a little bit. But yes, Bungo Stray Dogs is a story of Atsushi. Who is essentially an orphan who has these unique gifts, uh, as everybody refers to them as gifted. These people who have Mm -hmm. these unique gifts, they're essentially powers. Kind of like the X-Men, if you want to really think about it. Um, His is being able to transform into a tiger. He is constantly referred to as were-tiger. Um... He's kind of on a rampage when he transforms, but he himself doesn't know that he transforms until he encounters Dazai, a psychopath who can <laughs> kill himself and fail every time because somebody keeps saving him from killing himself. I love Dazai. He's my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Dazai was the what... best. Yeah, Dazai is pretty great. Um, so yeah, he is saved by Atsushi and Dazai and his partner, um, who's a Dopo Kinekata? Yeah. Um, yes, they are searching for this mysterious tiger, and Dazai pretty much deduces that Atsushi is the tiger. He transforms into the tiger because he has a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, Long story short, uh, they fight when he transforms during a full moon and Dazai wins because Dazai has a gift of his own. His gift is to pretty much turn off other people's gifts. Um, yeah. Anybody who has a gift, uh, all Dazai has to do is touch them and their powers become useless. They don't mm-hmm. have access to them. Oh, hi, uh, which... hi, Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, well, rogue drains your powers, essentially killing you. But yes, kind of the same thing. Yeah, kind of. Um, so he is pretty much left with two choices. He can either stay on the run as this tiger, who we find out is also being hunted by what we now what we find out is called the Port Mafia, because there's mm-hmm. a bounty on the tiger's head of like seven billion yep. yen or whatever it is, mm-hmm. massive amount. Somebody wants this were tiger. Um, uh-huh. And it's him. Or he can be on the run on his own, or he can join him, he can join Dazai and his partner in the armed detective agency. A detective agency made of gifted people who solve crimes and solve problems in the city. Of, I believe it's, I don't even remember what city in Japan takes place in. Yeah, I forgot. Damn it. So that's essentially the, the, the premise of the story, and we're introduced to some really cool characters. The Obviously, the armed detective agency, in my opinion, has some of the best characters um, mm-hmm. with all really cool, unique powers. I mean, you have a, a, their doctor is this woman who essentially can only heal you if you're in pain. Essentially, well, she has a, yeah, she has yeah, you she pretty has much a, have to, have to yeah, die yeah. right at that moment and yeah. she can heal you right away. Um, so a lot of her healing she has to literally cause you pain and murder you before she can heal yeah. you 
And then when she heals you, she pretty much leaves you in the happiest state imaginable because, again, she gets naked to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're all happy. Um, but each one obviously has some cool powers. Um, Kinikido is able to create anything he writes in his notebook as long as it's the size of the notebook and he can yeah. manifest it into reality. I don't like that. First of all, it takes, it, I don't feel like it, it takes too long. All right, first of all, obviously that's time consuming because he has to write it and then it has to <laughs> manifest. I was like, that's, that's a weakness with his ability. It was like, and the, but the, he makes up with it with his physical yeah. ability to fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, which we learned in one episode where he has to trade places with Dasai, who isn't really a good fighter on his own. Um, mm-hmm. but we also have uh, Kenji Mizukawa, who is this farmer boy who has this crazy power of strength. Like he just becomes incredibly powerful. But the catch to his power is he has to be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> if he's if he's full, he sleeps. So he has to be hungry in order to <laughs> his power all the time. The hungrier he is, the stronger he becomes. Yep. Um. Then we have uh. We have uh, Ronpo. Ronpo is the most. Oh unique, my god! I think, Ronpo, <laughs> Ronpo <laughs> is essentially Sherlock Holmes. He yes. is the sole reason the detective agency exists. They built it around him because he can solve any, essentially any crime just by looking at it. He believes mm-hmm. he has a gift. We find out he has no gift because Dazai tries to turn his gift on when he's supposedly using it, and he can't. Yeah, but he's able to deduce things very quickly just by sheer deductive skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is probably the most important character uh, on the team, and we find out, in my opinion, in the first season, he kind of became the most important character throughout uh, because everything literally succeeded because of him. Mm-hmm. So that's he- why they praise him so much. They let him say what he wants. Let him. They let him act. On- they, he acts very childish, and yes. they're, they're, um, Ashwa was confused, like, if he knows all this, why does he need an escort around the city and all that? It's because he's not very knowledgeable when it comes to that type of stuff, but because of his expertise in solving cases, that's why they praise him so much, because that's how they're able to get such high success rates by solving all these crimes, because of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and essentially the final member, uh, Tenizaki, uh, pretty much goes into the matrix and oh crazy around you. <laughs> Him and his sister. Oh my God. Yes. His sister has a weird sexual fixation with her brother, <laughs> <laughs> which we see multiple times, which is freaking hilarious. In my opinion. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, but very, bad. <laughs> very, very bad. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh so you're, you're really sisters? She's like, yeah, we're sisters. I'm like, oh, God. At first, <laughs> I thought it was just like a thing she'd call her, you know. You know yeah. Like she, she was so close to her boyfriend that she would call him brother or so close to the, the guy that she would call him brother, but they weren't actually no. related in any way. But no, no, they're related. Yep, they're all actually related. It's kind of scary. Oh. <laughs> I actually wish that there were more scenes with the two of them together. We didn't really see a lot yeah. of the psychoness yeah. that was on there. But yeah, uh, there is another character that joins the group, uh, Izumi. Um, she's 
an assassin and she joins the group very very late into the story but mm-hmm. yeah she essentially belonged to the port mafia and some stuff happens in the story that we'll get into here really quickly so essentially the story the where tiger is being hunted uh the port mafia has been hired to catch the were tiger the port mafia essentially runs the entire city um even though their name is the port mafia for the longest time i just thought they ran the ports but yeah. they, they 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 run the city uh they're read by mori who is essentially a pedophile uh who's into little girls who dresses like dracula for whatever reason <laughs> <laughs> And he says multiple times that he's into little girls. Uh, to mm-hmm. what extent? I don't know. I probably don't want to know. <laughs> um, but he has his whole group of henchmen as well. And I'm not going to get into all of them because there's a lot of them. Uh, but some of them are really cool. Obviously, the big one is Octagawa, who is yes. essentially the arch nemesis of Os- well, God, what's his name? Oshawa. And he uses something called Rashomon, as they call him. I just say Rashomon. Um, yeah. It's essentially like this black demon thing uh, mm-hmm. that, that he's able to control and spew tentacles and all these spikes and shit everywhere. A very powerful character. Um, and the other character I kind of want to talk about from their group is um, Nakahara, who is the guy with the fedora. Yeah. Um, he comes in a little later, but his ability is gravity he's able to control gravity which that alone makes him easily one of the most powerful characters and we see just how powerful he is later on but yeah so a bunch of stuff happens um they fight each other there's a lot of encounters between uh the detective agency members and the port mafia but it's not until later on where we find out really what's going on and there's a third group that enters the fray about halfway through the story of the 24 episodes called the guild and the guild is this american group who is pretty much funded by a guy named fitzgerald and we find out that they're the ones who put the bounty on the word tiger i didn't really understand why they had the bounty on the word tiger um i know they kind of told me at the end because the guild is looking for something that's in the city but what he has to do with it is what my confusion was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it essentially creates this all-out war between the three groups. And we see some awesome fighting and a lot of badass action sequences. Um, but I've talked enough. You guys start talking a little bit now. We're at the guild. Tell me what you think about everything in the story. Ben, let's start with you. You said you finished the whole 24 episodes. Of the first season, at least. Um, season thought. one's only 12. Really, yeah, Gary? You're a little ahead. You went yeah. actually watched season two. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't even know. <laughs> 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 so wait, where did the first season end? At 12. So yeah, you didn't... Oh, man, I went into the guild, and you guys are... <laughs> my bad. Ignore the guild. Yeah, I'm the sorry guild that I spoiled season, that for people. Eat guilds episode 12. That's when they bring him in, and then that's it. Yeah, I am so sorry that has been <laughs> my super bad. <laughs> Gary's all right. 
It is definitely. Uh, Funimation doesn't tell me when the next season starts. It just keeps going with the next episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought season two started when the movie starts, which is after episode 25. <laughs> yeah, Gary, that's, that's the cool. end of season two. It starts season three. Oh my god, I'm so horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's all right, Gary. It's cool. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Wow, I spoiled all for you guys. Then I am so sorry. You already know I don't care about spoilers. Like, so yeah, it's I all right. I don't think there was that much spoilers, to be honest. Really. Okay, that's good. Okay, well let's let's talk about that first season then. Um, obviously the Port Mafia is is the big the big bad vi- villain here. Um, mm-hmm. what did you guys think of the whole conflict between the two, and obviously the big reveal of Dasai, who at at the start there's this big game that goes on where you have to guess what everybody's occupation was before that. Before they became part of the detective agency, and nobody has been able to guess doll size, which once you find out what it is, and the fact that he starts telling people what his occupation was before, it kind of ruined the the big surprise, in my opinion, of them. Like, not didn't ruin the surprise, but the fact that they weren't as shocked as I was hoping they would be. At least I'm assuming that's what happened in the first season. <laughs> I don't. I... You go. I don't remember him telling them, but maybe I've just... No, they, they don't know. They, they no, don't, they know. don't know. Okay. We know who he is because of um, Deep Rash, Rashmon guy. Yeah. Rash- yes. Octagawa. Octagawa, that's it. We know who he is because of Octagawa, but... That, no, he hasn't told anyone yet who he, who, that he's, he was an ex-guild member. Okay. Yeah. So. I was shocked. I, w- I was not expecting that because he, like, the way he is with the, the suicide, and now he wants to get, he wants to find a companion to help him commit suicide. It's like, what? But then you see, you get this big secret that he was an ex member. It's like, that's crazy. And then, like, based on only watching season one, I'm curious if their leader that runs the detective agency knows that secret of him because. I I wouldn't think he would accept them if he did, you know. I don't know. He might have. Hell, that might be where they, why they accepted him because they knew who he was. Maybe. So. Um... Okay. Uh, you guys did. Were the flashback sequences in the first season? Don't remember any real flashbacks. No, season. no flashbacks. No. Okay, then I I will not get into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> damn, this has thrown me completely off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, so, so so to 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 basically tell me recap, what happened in the last right, episode. To basically recap, to basically recap, Ashwa Orphan, White Tiger, Mad Donza, He messed up the 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 you know. The, the other members of the agency, like you said, you either go back on the streets or join the team. So he joins, he gets to, he shadows other members. They do these cases, as you remember, the one with the girl, to find out that she was the actual one who committed the, you know, the treason, the one with the cop, and how he killed the, the person that he loved by mistake. Um, um, Ashwa trying to save the, the, the girl who's the, the assassin. And it kind of ended. I don't. I don't remember this clearly, but it came to a point with the 
um there was other members other members at it like in terms of the villains there was other members and there was a girl who had this crazy like ability with dolls or like imagination she could throw people into this weird reality and she's a member of the guild yes and she caps her Oshawa and the guy with the matrix ability and uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy that was looking for the girl. And it, it came to a point that Ashwa and the guy with the matrix was able to defeat her because they, 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 they had an opportunity to get her before she got the guy that made sure put inside the door. But during all that, the way that guy, in terms of his eyes, spooked her. She, she was so shook enough and that gave Ashwa the chance to defeat her. And eventually she let go of the, her ability and they were able to escape. And the guy found the girl. And eventually we found out that that guy is the actual leader of everything. And that's how it ended. Well, that's how season one ended. Oh, man, I spoiled the vampire outfit. Damn it. Gary, it's fine. It, it's fine. It, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. If you say so. I don't know. So, this this is the thing I don't like. This this is the thing. Like I said, I don't... Ah, what's the guy with the book? What's his name? Uh, the guy with the book? That, that writes the... That writes in the book. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Kunikita. Yeah. Like I said, I don't like his ability because it takes so long to conjure up what he's what he wants to help him aid in the fight. I don't like that. I don't like Ashwa's ability in terms of him turning into the lion. I have no problem with him turning the lion. The problem I has I the ability of regeneration for a lion? Really? Yeah, I don't like that. I, I don't like that at all. I don't. Like he got his leg cut off and all of a sudden his leg grows back with no problem. Yes, I understand the ability of a tiger, but come on, for regeneration for a tiger, yeah, I'm not cool with that. That that bothered me so much. And what bothered me with him is that I understand you got to balance it out. You have to balance it out in terms of plot story, but to recatch him late in the season, yeah, that they focus too much on cases. Like after they found out that he was the the white tiger. They just went straight into cases, different cases after cases after cases after cases. He's dealing with different people of the agency and then go back to focus on him. Like, I, I feel like it was, it wasn't, it wasn't plotted perfectly. Like, I feel like they did that part with him too late in that, that, that season. That's just me. That's how I feel about it. What about you, Ben? Ben's gone. Oh. He hates me. There it is. I, I, I feel the exact <laughs> same thing as you do, really. Except for the regeneration part, don't see the problem with that. I don't know. I know he's a tiger, and but mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't mean it has to be exactly what a tiger has. It's a spiritual <laughs> demon ability tiger thing. So, And I swear I've heard of werewolves being able to regenerate. But I might, I might be going crazy. 
Oh yeah, werewolves can regenerate because only silver can kill them, so they heal pretty yeah. quickly. So I wouldn't um, be surprised if not some sort of eventually a weakness with a were tiger which stops it from regenerating. So I don't know. Lead. <laughs> uh, uh, the book guy I didn't have an issue with, to be honest. Um, which I can say, Donzo. I mean Dante and whatever his name is. I love them so much because they remind me of. Damn, it's, it's been a while since we've seen uh, Doctor Stone. But they remind oh, yeah. me of the two that um used to guard the bridge. They like watching the, their chemistry felt so alike because the lazy one will always be lazy, and then you always had the strict one who, who's always telling him, "Oh, you need to do this. You gotta train. You gotta focus." And that's just how. The guy with the book is towards Donzai. And it, it makes me laugh because Donzai be saying some like spiritual, inspirational, detailed facts towards it. He writes his book and then he just says, I'm messing with you. And he starts beating up on Donzai. Like it's so good. It's, I love their I love their chemistry. Like they 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 always argue and always fighting, but when it comes to actual fighting, like they really are like the perfect duo to work together. Mm-hmm. Now uh, it's gonna be interesting for me, like if you continue it, Alfonso, which I think you guys both should, because oh, actually- I'm definitely gonna continue it. Like the, um, to know that that dude at the end is the boss, because he, I don't remember his name, but the way he is, he just looks so normal, and then he just gives that that advice to Ashwa saying, "Oh, you don't give up." The way he was saying about giving up, and there's always the opportunity. You just have to find it. And then it comes to the end that he used the one all along. I was like, oh, I'm definitely watching season two. <laughs> and you should. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how your opinion is going to change on some of the characters because there's definitely stuff that happens that will make you like characters you disliked and start to dislike characters that you liked. Um, hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> um, there was another group, though. My favorite episode in season one, I can't remember, because you know you had the port, you had the port uh, mafia, but you had one that they, that they call on to the black lizard. Yes, the black lizard. Yeah, they're part of the port mafia as well. Yes. Yeah, but my my favorite episode is that Ashwa decided I'm causing too much trouble because I'm the white tiger, so he's gonna leave, and they kind of threaten. The detective agency. So there's like they came to the office, and then you see this big explosion, and then Ashwa comes back, and you see they got their ass defeated. And then <laughs> they was like, "What are we doing with them?" They said, "Oh, there's still about the window." And then <laughs> the window. <laughs> that was my favorite episode. It was so good. <laughs> oh man, yo, I I love this season. I I love this season. Ben, any anything else you want to add? I bet you. No, I think you pretty much added everything. I really enjoyed it. And I want to see some season two. Gary, I know you kind of conflicted with season one and season two, but because you don't really remember season one because you, you're focused on season two, it obviously it's telling us that season two is better. Um, my The thing for me, uh, because I thought what I watched was one whole season. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt like the the show was all over the place. 
mm-hmm. especially in its tone. You know, you start off with this kind of comedic tone where this guy is like drowning in the water and this dude is dying of hunger saves him only to be repaid with food. Um, it, and the, obviously the amount of comedy that there is in the first few episodes, like mm-hmm. obviously the guy with the sister and the fact that the facial expressions that, that Atsushi constantly makes when he's mm-hmm. learning about his comrades now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get to episode three and all of a sudden, it's a super violent show where Octagawa's over there cutting off this dude's leg. He's like, people getting shot up all over the place. Um, it drastic change in tone right away. And then once things settle down, it goes back to the comedy stuff. Um, and then obviously the episode with Rompo, when we first get introduced to him, um, it's kind of also a comedic episode up until you get to the end and you find out what's really going on. Um, you know, like he, he like starts powering up to put on his glasses. I was like, "What the hell is going on, man?" <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, obviously, the reveal that he actually doesn't have a gift—he's just that goddamn good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but he himself doesn't know it. So, a, a lot of that stuff—it it just felt like the show was trying to be too much at once. Um going from comedy to serious to this drama when he when Atsushi encounters um uh Izumi as well and and her confliction of you know she killed 35 people and she doesn't want to kill anymore yeah uh, because she's just a child so it it's very it, it's just kind of all over the place for me sometimes um that was really the big issue I had. I was also going into the show expecting it to be like a detective agency show and then all of a sudden everybody has superpowers so that kind of threw me off and I was really disappointed at first but then once I learned more about the characters and the powers that they have it grew on me. So besides that though um, I, I, I did. I really enjoyed it. Obviously I went into season 2 without even realizing it. Um and yeah, season two is very different to season one. Very different. There's a lot more action. There's a lot more blood and gore. You, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but okay. but yeah, no, it's it's a fantastic show. It, it it really is. I I was very surprised about how fun it was. Um, and it sucks that I can't really talk too much about season two because there's a lot of really cool revelations in season two um that that really threw me for a loop and you also know why i feel like i think the show would have been better if people didn't have special powers in probably the first three episodes of season two you'll find out when you get the the cool flashback episodes so uh-huh. <laughs> personally but other than that, I wish some of the other characters had a little more limelight. Like, I love uh, Yasuno, the, the medic that they have. I think she's a really cool character because mm-hmm. she's obviously obsessed with pain and, like, they just don't explore it enough, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah. And exactly how her powers work. Yeah, she fought that dude on the train with the bombs and he essentially killed her in order for her to heal herself. Uh, which makes me wonder if she's technically kind of immortal because, right, as yeah. she dies... Her body just heals itself right away. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Interesting though, I do want to go over 
really quickly each character's age because I think it's very important to know. Um, Atsushi, the main character, is 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the farmer guy, he's only 14. Uh, Tanizaki, the Matrix guy, is also 17. Um, Izumi is 14, the assassin girl. Mm-hmm. And Dazai and Kunikita are only 22 years old. Which is the interesting thing for me. Um, and you'll find out why it's interesting going into season two. Yeah, they but look super old. They do. And surprisingly, the oldest of the bunch is Rompo, who's 27. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he looks like he's 15. <laughs> Anime. <laughs> Yes, and Asano is the second oldest, and she's 25. So I thought the ages were very interesting to me because none of the characters look or act their Wait, she, she's the sister, right? No, she's the medic. As- Asano oh, the is medic. the medic. Yeah, so what about, what about uh, the sister? Well, if he's 17, I think the sister is probably 16, maybe 15. Oh. I don't know about the sister. Uh, which also brings me to Octagawa, who is, I believe, only 19, if I remember correctly. 19 or 18. And he's already so high up in the, maf- in the, in the mafia as well. So, Yeah, ages, I think, in the show are very interesting. Like I said, none of the characters act their age at all. <laughs> or even look their um... What about um, how do you feel about the I don't remember the lady's name, but the one that always under Akagawa? And... Uh, the Bond lady, yeah, she has an obsession with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to talk too much about her because she plays a, a bigger role Ooh. in season two. Ooh, so. interesting. Yeah, she she's definitely in season two a lot more, and yeah. Okay. That's good news. Yeah, but she clearly, from the few episodes we saw, she doesn't have powers of her own either. She doesn't have any gifts. She just uses guns the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Bungo Stray Dogs. Watch it. It's really, really good. I'm actually kind of sad that I'm so far into it that I'm almost (laughs) season three at this point. There is a movie. Uh, if you watch it continuously, like I was watching it on Funimation, uh, after episode 25, it goes straight into the movie, which actually continues off where the show leaves off, so the movie is canon. Um, and I don't know where it goes from there. I haven't finished the movie. The movie's about an hour and 40 minutes long, so it's a lengthy movie. So, Man, Gary, you really binge, binge. Yeah, like I said, I didn't know that I was finished. <laughs> <laughs> <What's season one? laughs> I thought it was a 24 episode season. <laughs> okay. So I'm actually excited to talk more about this. Well, if you guys continue on, especially uh, season two and uh, the members of the guild and their crazy gifts that they have, it's going to be pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I, I, have to this. I, I have to finish this. <laughs> so, yeah. Bungo Stray Dogs, Alfonso, you recommended it. What are you going to give this first season? I 
Don't think I'm going to give it a 10 because I'm not going to give it a 10. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to actually I'm gonna give it a 7.5, 7.5. Mm-hmm. Just because, like I said, I had a problem with the story of how it was comedy cases of being serious than action mostly towards the end. It, it was all over the place. So um, it wasn't a consistent plot. They, they spaced it out differently. So um, animation, yes, animation was great. Um, I love that it was dubbed. Voice acting was great. Um, from the shots that we saw in terms of blood and gore, that was also great. Yeah, it it's good. I have very high expectations for season two based on Gary's eagerness to watch it without realizing it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love season two. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm pretty sure I might even recommend this when my, when is my turn again for season two. I don't know. It depends. But I I'm pretty sure I might. But yeah. Alrighty, seven and a half from Alfonso. Ben. I'll give it an eight. Because I didn't have some flaws that Alfonso did. So I think it's gonna be an eight for me. Uh, I enjoyed the story and I don't mind the different plots because I I don't know, I like I kinda like when animes have different plot lines. I don't know. I'm weird like that. I don't always you know, I, if there's not an overall well, there is an overall story, but I don't mind like slice of life episodes. So mm-hmm. especially early on when we're gonna start where we're still trying to learn the characters. I'd rather learn it in in their own pace rather than having it all at once. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, based on season one, I will go with a 7.5 as well. Um, I feel like the pacing was a little off, but for the most part, uh, great characters, like Alfonso said, great characters, great voice acting, English dub voice acting is really good. A lot of voices that I recognize from other animes and video games especially. Um, yeah, good story. Uh, at least the build-up to the story, uh, but Going into season two, my score definitely went up from the 7.5. So, yeah. Bungo Stray Dogs. Watch and enjoy. Who's running around the house? Who's that? <laughs> what? Sounds like somebody's moving around in the house. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, okay. Bungo Stray Dogs. That is our impressions and reviews of Bungo Stray Dogs. Ben, it's your turn to pick an anime. <laughs> Should I just <laughs> randomly type in <laughs> some... <laughs> okay, I was looking for a while to decide an anime during while we were talking. And I found one that I think we'll all enjoy. It's got a logo that reminds me of Dragon Quest. I know Gary really enjoys that, you know really enjoys that franchise um in fact it's called dragon warriors in japan remember yeah so i'm gonna go with this anime it's called bikini warriors <laughs> i knew it <laughs> i knew it it's on funimation um uh follow a party of battle ready beauties as they make their way on an epic quest the uh, athletic fighter the elegant paladin the enchanted mage and the fierce dark elf are ready to max out their stats and minimize every dungeon dwelling baddie out there followed by your battle ready beauties as they make their way on an epic quest so yeah bikini warriors i feel like ben just wants me to get fired from my job 
Because <laughs> I watch a lot of anime at work. <laughs> Alrighty. Bikini Warriors. It's on Funimation. I'm guessing Crunchyroll. Anything else? Uh, I, I just know it's on Funimation. I don't know if it's on Crunchyroll. Let me check. Bikini Warrior. Uh, no, it's just on Funimation. Which, if you have Xbox Game Pass, you can get two months for free. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fun. <laughs> God damn it, Ben. Alrighty. Bikini Warriors. Wow, the logo even looks like it's a Dragon Quest logo. Yeah, so that's what made me want to... Like, that reminds me of Dragon Quest. Gary will like that. <laughs> Straight up Dragon Quest, man. Uh, where's Chris when you need him? This is an anime for him. <laughs> Alrighty. I guess that's it for us. Alfonso, where can people reach you and shout outs? Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Um, I'm happy and glad that you enjoyed my this week's recommendation. Gary, you enjoyed it a little too much as you went ahead a little too far, but it's okay. <laughs> it is okay. Just you tell me the little hints that season two is way better. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this as soon as possible. Um, to all the Batman fans out there, if you enjoyed the, the Batman animated movies, if anyone sees Batman Red Hood, we all know that Joker violated Rob, um, Jason that led to him becoming Red Hood. But we never got the story of what happened before Batman found him like that. We finally do because this Tuesday, we're getting Batman Death in a Family coming out DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. I'm so looking forward to this. So yeah, if you're a Batman fan and want to know that story, it comes out this Tuesday. You can follow me on Twitter at AliChan7. Alrighty. Uh, to add to that really quickly, that movie is also an interactive movie. You get to make the choices in that movie, and his origin story changes depending on your choices. Ooh, yes. <laughs> so it's like that Black Mirror episode where you get to pick stuff that happens. So there you go. Um, ben, shout-outs, and how can people reach you? I'd like to shout-out to um, Alfonso and Gary. Alfonso, great choice on anime. Shout out to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Hope to see you guys in a couple of weeks. Thank you, everyone. Also, MG underscore chili if you want to follow me. Sweet spot. Uh, as for me, you can reach me at Gagalush on Twitter. That's G A G L A U S H. And other social media places. Same name. Um, shout outs to you guys, as always. Thanks you for having me host. Thank you for joining me. And this is us. The daddies are out. The daddies are out. I like this. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.